0: Five, four, three, two, one. Close your eyes. Make a wish. And blow out the candle light. For tonight is just your night. We're gonna celebrate. All through the night. All the while. Light, light the, the
1: fire. fire.
0: Girl, your wish. In my I command man, I submit
2: mm-hmm. to, to your demands, your demands. I will do anything, anything. girl. You need, need only, ask. Yes, I'll make love, love to you. Yeah. You want, want me to. to, and I'll hold me. you tight. Maybe oh. all through the night I'll make love to you yeah. When you want me yeah, to y'all. And hey. I will not let go, let go. You tell, tell me, me to me. It's your night
0: it's
2: And night. I will do you right, you right.
0: Just, Just make a
2: wish, wish all your no. love
0: Sorry about that, and guys. He, <laughs> we were,
2: and then we, I will give you. <laughs>
0: you know, we normally don't do all of that. We don't. But, but we was feeling that shit. We was. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chantarangsu. I'm Wange Morris.
2: <laughs> I'm Nikki Blades. Wow, well, that felt great. It
0: did. That felt good. Imagine us being fucking 10 years. singers. <laughs> imagine that world. When? Wow, that would be crazy. But, we would uh, yeah. not be sitting here right now. <laughs> but imagine also... Us like as ten year olds singing that song word for word, trying to give somebody the love of their life. (laughs) I I, I remember um, in like seventh grade, right? Me and my boy, (laughs) me and my boy Will were in his uh, his his mom was picking us up, taking us to the mall or some Mm -hmm. shit. And that uh, you know, baby, when we're grinding, Mm -hmm. I get so excited. That shit was on, and oh my god,
1: why the fuck you lying? lying. Uh. So we
0: just had figured out that it was about. Having erection dancing, yeah. like, you know, uh, rubbing Running your dick. Yeah, rubbing yeah. your dick on a lady. And then his mom was like, I love this song. <laughs> this is my song. Oh. And Will was like, Mom, trust, please don't. Please. <laughs> wow. you trust, Mom, just stop, please. <laughs> what? No, I love this song. <laughs> well, I felt a little pumped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had to listen to some older songs. I'm going, Oh my goodness, who let us sing this song? Man, <laughs> But.
0: Everything when we were coming up, for the most part, was very – it was like – Induendo. Yeah. Inuendo. Induendo. window.
2: It was real. Inu- Induendo. It was very in the window. Yeah. You, you had to, you know, right. open something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If it wasn't, wasn't... a time You wasn't no. going to know what it was about. Yeah. No, idea. Well, we were just singing uh, the Joe song. I do this for you. Pretty much like talking about being a side dude. Like literally professing his love for this woman saying, I don't care what you got going on, but I will do everything he won't everything do. your man won't do. I will do that for you. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but when um, I don't want to know
0: when that came out I was I was dealing with a with a lady at the time and I remember just being like oh (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to know can we just keep doing stuff please (laughs) if you
2: keep it on (laughs) the low you playing me please don't let it show Uh, there's definitely some songs that you play and it's gonna make you cry for no reason you know you shouldn't be listening to none of them but uh, you turn it on and you like there there
0: there was one time me and Rick went to a baby shower (laughs) for a girl that i was very oh, sprung over back in the day wait it was
2: her baby? it was it was, yeah. it was her baby
0: shower this is this was after high school i was so sprung on this girl in high school and just you know maybe even a little after high school and then we went to her baby shower because you know like you know when you're single and the girl you like has a man you kind of think we might still do something yeah. even though she has a man so, but when but when she's pregnant you're like ah that's it bro yeah. <laughs> that's it so we we got invited to her baby shower And then we we did the whole thing, you know what I'm saying? Ate some food, hugged people, left the baby shower. I got in the car and I started randomly singing. I was like, never imagined you would be a faded picture. I'm emotional. And Rick started cracking up. But I didn't even realize I was singing that shit on some movies. Bro,
1: it was so funny. The song Uh, in your head. Side note, pregnancy does not mean that's it. (laughs) <laughs> Learn that later on in life, <laughs> your chances just got way better because as soon as dude gets annoyed with his new little family, she gonna be looking
0: elsewhere. Oh. For that ego boost. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, um, speaking of um, people that I <laughs> how you gonna make that this you work? No, off w- of for
2: a long time no, after high school. We are
0: gonna make this work. Sp- speaking of people that I've. Known for a long time, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, "Where is he gonna take this?" Fail.
0: Today's guest is also a uh, you. So people would call this man a OG in the YouTube community, mm-hmm. and um, you know what, man? You just there's so much that I just want to catch up and talk to you about. I was scrolling through Instagram the other day, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is he up to?" Mm. So that's why I, I hit my boy Youssef Arakat. To come on the podcast, y'all might know him as tube. <laughs> come on here, dog. <laughs> Did I say your last name right? Yeah. yeah. All right, tight. What's up, dog? What's up, How are you, bro? <laughs> Was I supposed to say hi to you? No, no,
3: no, no, no. no. We said, already you
2: said, you said hello before. You're hello? fine.
3: Okay.
0: We don't want to make
2: What's it up? awkward. Make you bend What's over.
0: Ah, <laughs> <God? sighs> you can put on the if you want. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. All right. So first of all. Welcome to the podcast.
3: Bro. Thank you. Can I just say? What's that? Walking in here and seeing you first. and seeing Because I was just telling my girl yesterday, I was like, yo, I got a podcast. She goes with who? I was like, the dude who inspired me to do YouTube. Aww. And she was like, no way. And I was like, I swear to God. And then I come <laughs> in and I see both of y'all and I'm
0: like, oh my God, we back. <laughs> we like, back. Man, I remember uh, when you first started. Well, well, hey, look, before we even get into that. yeah, Yeah. What's up, bro? How are you?
3: I'm 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 here. Okay. I'm happy. Good. Um and I'm trying in another day of life.
0: Good. That's, that's how
3: that that's what I like to say. That's all you can do. Yeah.
0: Just uh one day at a time.
3: Exactly. Yeah. That's where my life is at right now. Each day is like one day at a time. Trying not to look too far into the future. Right. Trying to forget the past and trying to just be here right now. Yeah.
0: You know, if you look too far into the into the future, you just, you're worrying about shit that you, you won't even be able to like really. Do like, anything has, about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I feel that. Well, I remember, you know, well, first of all, th- thank you, bro, for saying that um, I'm the reason why you started making YouTube videos. 100% thanks man okay well let's talk about that how did you start on your internet youtube journey um
3: (laughs) so i started doing videos with my boy kais omar and we, we were just doing it for fun at the time um but we never really took it seriously and then that's when i started like you know watching other youtubers and stuff and it came across your skits and what you were doing at the time and it was just so new and it was just so fresh and it was just so exciting where i was like like I could do this, like I I could do this too. I want to do this too. So, I remember I was in college, uh, two of my girls took me out to lunch and one of the girls actually at the end of the dinner bill paid for the dinner bill. Mm. And that had never been done for me before. Mm. And that power move, literally changed my life because i was like oh my god she just like she did that right and i wanted to be able to do that so at that moment i decided i want to start my own youtube channel i want to take this thing for real made my game plan started FoosyTube, and just took it running and that's a long story short because you know the starting up story is always long yeah yeah
0: i I remember so we were both really cool with uh wrist rose that's when i first first saw your face because i was i was like uh I was either I was getting like lunch with Riss Rose in Vegas. Uh Riss Rose is like a makeup, like OG makeup YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you had FaceTimed her and like and I was like and she was like, Oh, she was like, Oh, this guy like he like loves your videos. I was like, Oh shit, what's up, man? <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember that that reminds me to the
3: first time I ever met you. We went shopping together. What? We went shopping together. I got a chance to go shopping, and I was fangirling like crazy. In Vegas? No, 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 no. We were back. We we did it here, something like that. I forgot where it was. We went shopping together. I remember. It was on video. What the fuck? And it was the first time I had ever seen fans come up to somebody to ask for a picture and I was the dude who stood to the side while you took your pictures yo Tim can we get a picture and that was another moment where it was like damn
0: like what is that like how do you get there that's crazy Yeah. wow we we was probably at like I don't know the Beverly Center or something I
3: have no I don't remember man but I know we went shopping together I had that on video did you
2: buy
0: anything nah (laughs) (laughs) did I buy Uh, anything nah
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, window shopping
0: asses or nothing hey man it's it's early. early Yeah. <laughs> yeah this was early, early. So, sometimes when you link with people you guys should do is walk around like, the mall. y'all gotta do yeah. that again
2: y'all gotta do it now like an updated version <laughs> oh of the shopping God. video
0: i think i still wouldn't be shopping right now at my point in my life tim might go off and you know go crazy but nah, nah i'm chilling now nah, priorities are different now you know what i'm saying now it's like you know i honestly like um you know i know you're into clothes and shit too but like i got to a point where i was like First of all, I don't have room anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like, ah, I can't be buying it. Like, for what? I buy this shit, I don't even wear it. You know what I'm saying? I buy all this shit and I only wear like the same like black t-shirt every day and the Mm -hmm. same fucking Adidas sweats, you know? Like, what for? I'm good. I'm good.
3: Not only that, one thing I always wanted to do and you were so good at was have companies send you clothes? Ah. Cause I remember I would be watching your videos and you're like, "Oh, shout out to this brand, mm-hmm. like sending me this care package and stuff." And I'm like, "Why don't I get anything from these brands?" <laughs> and I bet to this
0: day, do you still get sent? Uh, I I still get I still get clothes. Uh, I still get companies hitting me up, but I will tell them straight up. I'm like, to be honest, bro. Unless you're giving me a big bag, I only really advertise my own clothing brand now. You know what Uh, I'm saying? Like, I'm really, yeah, because I'm like, honestly, guys, I'm trying to get my own brand out there, like Goody, and like, I don't want to confuse my fan base with all these different links and shit like that. I'm like, unless y'all send me I tell them, I give them the option. I'm like, you're welcome to send me something, but there's no guarantee that I'm gonna post yeah. it unless I love this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or unless you're paying me like crazy. Well, if any companies out there wanna send me stuff, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll rock it. Like, I'll do you good. Well, man, I, you know, and like, I, I remember you sending me like videos and being, when you were beginning and mm-hmm. being like, hey, what do you think of this and like, how you like this? Yeah. And then it was like, um you started doing your thing and started like cranking out your content and then like you passed me up I was like oh shit <laughs> I remember this dude was a big fan and now like he passed me up in subscribers you know and then, uh-huh. and then you know shit was, shit was going crazy It was and going, then he put your picture on the dartboard it was crazy
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like
0: jump want like jump it's, no, it,
1: it, it's
3: crazy about me sending you my videos so I would harass Tim through Twitter to watch <laughs> my videos because back in the day on YouTube if a YouTuber liked your video it popped and show up. Yeah. So when Tim liked my videos, it was like, we in there, we getting <laughs> these
0: views. So I remember that. I remember pestering you. Yeah, bro. And then we did a skit together? We did. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> I Yeah. So I mean, so um like one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on is cuz I remember I was like just just randomly was like, I wonder what he's up to. So like, what are you what are you up to, dog? Cuz uh, you're not doing the pranks anymore.
3: I'm not doing pranks no more. I'm not doing social experiments no more. Okay. Um See, here's the thing. If y'all want me to open up about what am I doing today and all this stuff, like I already feel your guys' vibes and energy. They're high and happy. I don't want to change the dynamic of your podcast.
0: Nah, bro. Uh, We uh, can uh, talk uh, about space. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about, dog. Look and look when we're when we're happy and shit. It's all fake we're all nah I'm <laughs> nah but I mean it, the, the conversation is whatever you uh, we want to talk about bro you so, gotta get real and deep get real and deep yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh,
3: alright so I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it to you very real cause I'll use this as like a therapy session to open up let's go sure.
0: now who don't love a nice glass of wine okay but picture this you're at home finishing a glass of wine and just as you're about to pour another it happens the realization that you're all out and there's no backup bottle I call that no venophobia the fear of running out of wine but thanks to First Leaf I get personalized boxes of wine shipped right to my door. You know, now that wifey's pregnant, she's not drinking wine, but I'm cooking for her. So I, when I'm cooking dinner for her and, and, and we're just having a nice quiet night at home, I'd like to pour myself a nice little red wine, you feel me, so we can sit back, eat, watch our reality shows. And here's how you can get incredible wine without leaving the comfort of your home, okay? So first you start by taking a quick quiz to assess your wine drinking preferences, then First Leaf will send six expertly picked bottles of wine based on your answers. Here's the dope part. First Leaf uses your ratings and feedback to refine your future shipments. Just give each bottle a thumbs up or thumbs down online and First Leaf will take care of the rest. Now, that's dope for me because sometimes, you know, I don't really know what what bottles to pick. Wine can, can, it's all confusing. There's so much wine, you know, but you can also choose what types of wine you want in your next box. First Leaf updates their inventory every month. So I always have something new to try, like um, a Luxana 2018 or Swirl 2018 Zinfandel if I want something a little sweeter. Or maybe a nice red like a Fossil Point 2016 Cabernet. And just for y'all, I got a special treat. Sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only $29.95, plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash no chaser. There's six bottles of wine for only $29.95. At tryfirstleaf.com slash no. Chaser. Now, I know during these hectic times, we're all feeling a little unsettled. You know, you're not feeling like yourself, you're feeling a little uneasy, and maybe you don't know why. And that's why I think you should check out BetterHelp. You know, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Yeah, boy, sometimes I get a little hung up on things. I get a little in my head. Sometimes I'm up at night just thinking about all types of stuff. And not gonna lie, during these times we're in, I've been feeling a little anxiety too. I feel a little like, what, what? I feel it's just something ain't right, you know, but with better help, they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. There's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tim, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional, because sometimes you just you just need to talk to somebody. And just for y'all, I got a special deal, special offer for No Chaser listeners, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Tim. That's a special offer where you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Tim. That is 10% off your first month at com slash T-I-M.
3: I don't know what I'm doing in life right now. Um, I don't have a direction. Okay. I don't have a solid purpose or a foundation of this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I'm just doing what I can right now to try to make me feel like I'm doing something mm-hmm. so I don't completely crumble and just give up on everything. Mm-hmm. Okay um because after my incident on july 15th where i had that huge public meltdown and my concert that went bad Ah. i had left and i had left the country for like an entire year Mm -hmm. finally got myself mentally stable mentally right and was like you know what let's go back to los angeles and let's try this again the scene's different now Mm -hmm. like you got tiktok now like it is i don't even need to bring it up the scene's different now and um what I do and what I've always done is be my authentic self on the internet when I vlog and that's all I can do. So when people tell me we want the old fussy 2 back, we want to see this, we want to see that, we want to see you go viral again. Mm. I don't even know if I have that in me anymore. I'm 30 years old now. My artistic vision doesn't even work the same anymore. Right. My thoughts don't work the same anymore. My yeah. passions are different. So I'm at a position in my life at 30 years old. Um... Where I'm trying to figure out what that next chapter is. And how do I evolve into that next chapter. Because my 20s was for my grind. And I Mm -hmm. grinded my ass off. And if I had saved my money at the time. It would be the time now. To start the next chapter of my life. Start Mm -hmm. a family. See where that's going. Mm -hmm. I lost all my money. Mm -hmm. So it's like. What happened to that grind in my 20s? Because now I got to do it all over again in my 30s. But how the hell am I going to do it now when I'm not in the same position I was in my 20s? Okay. You know, on social media, with the fame, with everything that I had going for me that was going so well. Right. Which is like when people used to tell me at the time, hit the iron while it's hot because mm-hmm. the door could close. I never believed that because I was like, "Nah, this shit's forever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this forever. Not understanding how how quick you could lose everything and be done with everything. So right now what I'm doing, um, I'm taking day by day. Um, my days are like the same every day. I, I hit the gym with my friends just so I feel like I accomplished something, got my anxiety out the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently I'm writing a book with two other writers, mm-hmm. which is a memoir on my childhood Everything that happened growing up, what caused my addiction, what caused my meltdown, what caused how fame was for me. Mm-hmm. It's not a self-help book by any means because I'm in no position to help anybody. Mm-hmm. But it's a this is my story. And if you can relate to it, I hope it helps you.
0: When you talk about your uh, your addiction, what's your addiction?
3: I haven't talked about it yet, but you can find oh. out when my book comes out next bet, year. Bet, bet. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Works for me. Um, are you still? Now I know a, a big portion of your content was uh was vlogging, right? Yeah, the, the vlogs were popping. Um, but I feel like from you, because I've seen your vlogs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you try to be a very like positive, uplifting person when you mm-hmm. vlog. Um, do you find that you felt like you were fake when you were doing that? Like, were you were you as happy as you were portraying, or do you feel like you know? Like and and do you are you vlogging now now that you're not in like okay so
3: I I posted. The, the thing with me is where I messed up on YouTube is making multiple channels because I would jump from my 10 million subscriber channel, Tube and then back to my vlog channel. But my vlog channel is really the one that did everything for me because when I won the streamies back to back two years in a row, okay. it was because of the dose of Fousey channel, never because of my main channel. Okay. Right now, when I made the decision to come back, I was like, what makes most sense right now? Let me just use the 10 million subscriber channel, even though that shit is dead, like and the algorithm is messed up. Right. But I say that to say I posted a vlog last week and it was titled What a Day is Like Living with Severe Anxiety. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I didn't portray no happiness. Mm. I didn't portray no smiles. I showed them the real nitty gritty of what it's like to live with anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like from the second I woke up, my hand trembling me going to my parents telling them I have anxiety what should I do when my dad's saying just relax mm. me sweating an hour later in the bathroom not knowing what to do <gasps> so I kept it raw and real because mm. that's where I feel like I'm most authentic and that's yeah. what I can give to the people
0: uh, you know and I think that's important bro like we've talked about it before on here where um, growing up uh, I didn't even necessarily realize how much of that was an issue for people around us yeah. and like our peers and stuff. Cause like, I mean, yeah, I I was blessed enough to not feel that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I where to where I thought it was like, you know, I thought like it was rare. You know what I'm saying? I thought like, Oh, that, you got, you got issues like with things. That's weird. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Until I started, until, until it got normalized, until the conversation mm-hmm. got normalized and I realized Which how common necessary. it was. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I feel like that's, that's dope that you're doing that, you know? Cause I feel like so many, a lot of vloggers, put on this very happy persona and they're fucking depressed. You know, partly because they're like faking this persona. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so that's dope that you're doing that.
3: Here here here's my point on what you just said. You said um it became more acceptable to talk about your mental health stigma and people always like when it's mental health awareness month everybody's involved and mm. chime in and check in on your friends mm. yet when i post about my depression at 30 years old mm. you still got the people saying you were going through this shit at 22 what the fuck are you talking about you still yeah. going through it at 30 are you faking it at this point are you lying are you good How, like they there's still that huge stigma yeah. that it's, if you go through depression one day is going to be gone
2: it's really it's It's really unfortunate because of the position that you're in and the fame and being on the internet. One thing that comes with it is a lot of naysayers and that's Mm -hmm. their, we, we know that that's their job. You know, there's a lot of people that really just don't give a shit. Like Mm -hmm. I've dealt with depression and I, and still do. There are days and you were saying something about the consistency and this, I'm going I work out, I do this and I do this. It makes me feel accomplished. And that was one of the things that I had to do getting back in. um, I'm 31 turning 32. And my 30s was the exact same thing. Career-wide change, everything, relationship breaking up, family, Mm. um, understanding social media, projection, and a lot of those things and the fake positive. And the moment that you allow yourself to know that not everyone's going to understand it, but the person that needs to hear it is hearing you. And and just continuing to talk about, it's not a matter of normalizing it because um, any disorder or disability is never really gonna be normal because mm. someone who is normal will not understand. So it's mm. um, learning empathy. And when you go and you talk about it, especially to the people that look at you that only want one thing, They might be able to connect it with something their family has gone through or damn, my mom was dealing with something like this. Oh, shit. My girl is really struggling to get through. Why is it that she doesn't want to go out or why is she weird about certain things? And Mm. um, depression and anxiety takes a lot of different forms. And for everybody, it's a different experience. So you talking about yours makes it easier because I just felt what you said when you were like, I had to go to the gym. I needed to do this. I had to find a purpose. I got a dog. And that was one of the best things that happened to me. For sure. And he made me, I have to wake up. I have to feed him. Yeah. I have to clean up after him. Yeah. Because a, a purpose. And everybody's searching for that. In 30s is a weird time. Oh, it's weird. It's weird. But you know what? It's but, right but I'll tell you this. It is one of the most beautiful things as you start to grow and learn yourself. And your only goal should be, I want to know more about me and yeah. how to live my fullest. It's great. You're, I think what you're doing is, is a part of the growing process that not enough people talk about.
0: Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So when you when you left the country for a year, yeah. where, where did you go?
3: Well, I, I didn't leave the country for a year. What I did was I was being violated on the internet like in ways you couldn't even imagine i know you talk about people getting canceled and stuff but what i was going through during that time was something that i don't know if a percentage of youtubers have gone through that kind of like what was happening and it was to a point where i was like i broke i went to bali and my intention when i went to bali was to not come back for a year Mm -hmm. two weeks into my trip I had a friend of mine who was uploading videos um, dissing me about why, like, he just joined that, the the group of, like, fuck tube uh-huh. and I was getting attacked and vilified, and I felt like I was getting choked, because I couldn't say anything back, because uh-huh. I wasn't on social media, so I ended up getting so ill, um, vomiting, diarrhea, panic attacks, almost smashed my head through a window... Where I was at a yoga retreat, they came into my room and they were like, "We fear for you right now. We think you should fly back home to your family and be with them." Mm. So I ended up as frail as I was, flying back to San Diego. My parents picking me up at the airport and then rehabilitating me for that period of time.
0: What was so like? You're talking about the concert, right? Yeah. And that's and the, like and and when that didn't work out, when everything when everyone was kind of going hard at you on the internet. Yeah. What what exactly, like, what happened? <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I know there was, like, um, like you had big plans for that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, what exactly went wrong? Um, what went wrong,
3: the first thing that went wrong was that I was in a manic state. Okay. I was in a manic state, and I was, like, my visions were deluded. Like, I had delusions of grandeur yeah. up the ass. Like, I was about to change the world. Right um people always talk about you never met drake and stuff but when i snuck into the club that drake was at that night to try to get him to join the team i was going up to big name celebrities yelling in their face because there was music playing telling them i'm about to deliver a speech tomorrow that's going to change the world more than the president can like i was going off Mm. um so there's a million things that went wrong with that But the biggest thing and the thing that I'll never be able to change is the fact that there was a bomb threat called into the event Mm. to have it canceled. That's right. Because had that bomb threat never happened... The outcome, the event, everything would have been completely different. Even if Drake never showed up, everything else I had lined up would have still gone according to the plan. Ticketmaster and Live Nation already had plans for the second one, the third one. Everything was going good. My life would be in a different place right now. Somebody called in a bomb threat. My event got canceled, and that changed my life forever.
0: And people think you did that right some people thought like you called oh, in your own bomb yeah threat, yeah 100
3: percent. Right? there was conspiracy theorists Fusi called his own bomb threat he's a fraud he's delusional he's this he's that but anyways let's let's skip the concert talk let's yeah. skip the concert talk i'm, I'm uh we're past, we're past that we're past that we're past that we're past that all right
0: so now you've come back you were, you left for a year or like you you were off the internet for a year yeah right? um so what what exactly made you feel like you um you're ready to come back?
1: there's nothing worse and going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and helping you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZogDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. Zocdoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed Take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With Zocdoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use Zocdoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs. And schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim.
0: Back. All right, now uh, cuffing season is coming up and we're all going to be cuddling, so you want to make sure and smell good, okay? But personally, I don't like putting on types of crazy chemicals in my body, so I believe in having clean options. I support companies who... Innovate products that break the norm and help clean up my daily routine. That's why I love Native, okay? Native deodorant doesn't just block odor better, it's made better. Native has ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. It's also vegan and never tested on animals, all right? Switching to an aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice Any odor protection, Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long. And guess what? It's risk-free to try. Every product comes with the free shipping within the U.S. plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. See why so many people love Native and check out the over 1,400 five-star reviews. You know, uh, I I love it. Wifey loves it. I like to use the um, cucumber mint. Makes me feel like a mojito on an island. You know what I'm saying? And just for y'all, I got a special deal. Go to nativedeo.com nochaser and use promo code nochaser at checkout and you'll get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash nochaser or use promo code nochaser at checkout for 20% off your first order. And guess what? They got some special fall seasonal culinary creations with some special scents only available for a limited time. I'm talking about from... 917 to January 4th, like uh, coconut milk and turmeric. Ooh, that sounds healthy and sexy. They got the blood orange and clove, buttercream and French vanilla. Mmm, I just want to eat that up. And rosemary and lemon zest. Now that just sounds great. And remember, those are only available for a limited time from now until January 4th, 2021. I think I'm going to F with that rosemary and lemon zest. As I said, cuddle season is among us and cuddling leads to intercourse. And uh, if you like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. BlueChew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. Wouldn't we all like to last longer and go extra rounds? I know I would. You know, I just... Got my lady pregnant a few months ago, and you know how that happened? Lots of intercourse. And not going to lie, your boy might have popped a Blue Chew because the BlueChew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredient that is best for you. It only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com physician, and if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. No in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at a pharmacy, and it ships directly to your door in discreet packaging so you can have that intercourse again and again and again. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code Tim. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's blue com promo code Tim. The thing with
3: me is... As much as I've fallen from depression and as many times as I've left YouTube, like I've left for, I remember actually in the beginning of my YouTube career, in the beginning, I'm talking 2011 when depression hit me back then, Mm -hmm. I texted you Mm -hmm. and I said, yo, am I allowed to take a break from YouTube? Like, can I take a break? And your response was no. Like, I I forgot the exact reasoning, but it was in, in a sense of like, you can't like, you have to be there. You have to be consistent. You can't just dip. And that's where I broke the rules and started dipping. And I would dip for months at a time. So there's just something in me that always brings me back. So as much as what anybody says about me, like, they can say I, I've fallen, I fell, I did this, I did that, but I haven't quit yet. I'm right. still here and I'm still trying. And I refuse to quit because um, I'm still waiting to see that other side, waiting to see that next door open, yeah. waiting for that next opportunity. And there's just something inside me that tells me to keep going because
1: it's not the end yet. I feel like you're not supposed to quit, but maybe you haven't found the reason why you're not supposed to quit. Because I've just been listening this whole time and it sounds like what you're here for is of people when you said you made a vlog where you're just raw and real so many people need that Mm -hmm. even even if at the end of the vlog nothing positive happened nothing changes nothing people need to see it's not just me and especially somebody in your position your stature somewhere so that could be your purpose, at least on YouTube.
3: I, I agree 100% because I just released a short film called Anxiety. Mm. It was a week after the vlog. And I showed what it's like in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And and then I showed getting out of the funk. There was a voiceover and then getting to the gym and working out. And when I made this, I told my friends, I was like, I'm not making this one for the views. Yeah. I'm making this one for the people who are going to need to see this. And I promise you in the comments, there's going to be those people. Yeah. I released that video hundred thousand views so it didn't break any records but every comment and there was actually a comment like you said i see my brother going through this every day and now i understand and i i felt like if you had to ask me what do you want your purpose to be my purpose is to let me use my pain and my story and what I've gone through to relate and to help other people through their struggles to yeah. let them know that they're not alone. I just don't know how to do that right now in my life. Yeah. Because every day I wake up, I'm by myself in my apartment. I don't have like a manager, a team, uh, investors or anything like that. So I'm just the guy standing there by himself. And I'm like, trying to figure out how do I use my voice? Yeah. How do I help people? What is like, what? What direction do I take? What moves am I supposed to make? Well, one of
2: the main things, again, like Rick said, you talking about it helps. And I've... You, you cut off people like in your real life eventually that you notice might be uh, triggering mm-hmm. you because one of the things with dealing with anxiety and depression is understanding your triggers and um and recognizing the situations that you may be in that sets you into that mind state. And as you, it, it's almost like you relapse with it occasionally. And when you start identifying it, it's okay to distance yourself or to not distance yourself from people. I would post, I'm a li- I'm sensitive, I'm, I'm deeper. I get uh, very emotional at times and people would ask me, why are you acting like this? or why don't you ever come out or why don't you do that and I realize those people don't get it and I don't need them mm-hmm. and then the people that get it they, they love you and they embrace you and you start learning how other people's behavior can help you and how you can start identifying like hey no I don't really want to be here I don't really want to do this because it might make me feel some type of way and you start being more secure. And also the fake positive online a lot is um it's hard for people that are going through it. Yeah. The the fake positive will make you feel even more depressed because you know that you've been that before mm-hmm. and you're like, damn, I just want somebody to tell me it's okay to not to not feel okay today. Yeah. And your little bits and pieces, like there is no there's no damn rule book for none of this. Mm-hmm. There's no code. There's no manager that's gonna come in and tell you, you know what, I'm gonna need you to talk about well ooh, ooh, your morning was terrible. Let's talk about that. It's not organic. And that mm-hmm. would take you back to where you are faking the funk
3: can i tell you and going off of that one of the hardest things for me to establish in my mind and what's holding me back so much so my life used to be let's say right here mm-hmm. so now when i open up instagram and all i would manage to do is wake up in the morning and make myself breakfast but i see the people who are here right now posted eight instagram stories two um instagram videos three pictures one youtube video six brand deals Mm -hmm. everything by the time i made breakfast Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there like i can't do that i can't keep up with that Mm -hmm. my life isn't there anymore so comparison is the thief of happiness Mm -hmm. and there i go comparing myself to who they are Mm -hmm. and then also understanding and identifying that I just can't do that. That's not me. My life works different. I need to work slower. I need to take my time. I need to like my movements are different and I just can't keep up with this social media world anymore.
2: You know like we can turn the channel on the television. We can watch whatever we want to watch on TV. That's the same thing that we do on our phones. Sometimes you can still follow somebody and mute their stories. I'm very known for like I'll mute people and accounts that I feel triggered by. Like if I see somebody there's There's a girl, we did the same. We were at Maxim at the same time named, you know, hottest girl in America, all this other stuff. And she's been booming. She got featured here. She got this. And Mm. her life just seems so great in Miami. And I was like, damn, I'm starting to feel jealous Mm. i'm starting to feel inadequate she'll never be in a Uh, no chaser she'll never be i mean but if she did here's the thing is that my resentment was never towards her it was the fact that i felt like i wasn't doing enough so my comparison was getting it was making me feel like i want to talk shit but that's not who i am so i started muting certain stories because it wasn't them like i genuinely like her but i felt some type of way so i started muting things until I was like, okay, now I can go, damn, that's dope. I'm proud of you. Yeah. But I was a hater at one point in time. Yeah, it's, I You know, it. like sometimes you just got to not look because it's not their fault that they're grinding, that I can't handle it. Just no, turn, 100%. Like, turning the channel sometimes is what's best for us. I get it. You know, it's tough
0: when, um, I mean, naturally, like you can either see people doing more and then there's a part of you that is always going to, Compare what you're doing, right? And that's and that's where it's difficult. Like you said, comparison is a thief of joy, right? And like, um, you know, and I definitely like, like for example, right? I'll see batch, and I'm like, God, (laughs) batch is killing this shit. (laughs) And I'm always like, and I'll be sitting there, I'm like, fuck, man, I need to get back to work. I need to, (laughs) like, I'm, 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 I'm I'm bullshitting too much. But then at the same time, like you said, everybody kind of um needs to kind of go at their own pace. Like Mm. social media, it 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 deceives you and makes you think that like everybody is kind of like constantly on and constantly popping right but then like you forget that they're only posting the Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. right Yeah. because even like someone that would see what i've been doing and they'll be like oh okay like yeah they'll see the wild and out shit they'll be like oh okay you're you're that's that's great but then at the same time you know like i mean you know rick we've we've literally i've supposed to have been in like five different yeah. movies right now <laughs> two of them are supposed to be with you yeah. and it's like you know literally shit where it's like i've signed contracts for shit uh, where it's mm-hmm. like i was about to have a whole ass movie and then all of a sudden it's, it's like never happened. mind yeah. you know yeah. and of course we don't post about that shit of right? course so there's all this pressure from like you know your peers and the people who are watching who are like Damn, like this is this is amazing, but they they never show the uh the negative yeah. side. The, the,
2: yeah, the this, grit this is, of it all. This is
3: off topic, but I got a tweet the other day and it said, "Damn, King
1: Batch became what fusi Two was supposed to." <laughs> and and See, I was and, like, "Damn!" And that's the shit. So that right there, the people uh-huh. taught me not to compare, right? Mm-hmm. Because like I I learned it early on, but only because I really paid attention to them because they would try to do that with us like we're not fucking best friends and shit yeah. oh why why is tim this and you're not yeah. this, and this and shit? Yeah. i'm like what the fuck because he wanted to and he tried really hard for it and i didn't <laughs> like right. what the fuck do you mean yeah. but i saw how if i just fed into it that could be a problem yeah, yeah. Right. it could be a huge problem for us and um i just wanted to go back to something nikki said because i think this was like some of the best fucking advice right here because as men a lot of times we We want to be tougher than that and shit like Mm -hmm. that. But muting and blocking and getting rid of Mm -hmm. what triggers you, that's a good fucking idea because it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard not to compare. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's really fucking hard. And when you – it doesn't mean, okay, I'm going to mute this person and my comparison issue is going to be gone. You still have to work on not comparing but not having it in your face because I tell girls that shit all the time, like girls – are jealous of other girls and shit, right? And I'm like, okay, imagine me only following six foot four ripped <laughs> niggas you, you know don't what be that? mad at like, why, why do y'all day. follow
2: right. these girls? You yeah, know what yeah. I'm and, and I that, get that and you know we've talked about social media a lot and I'm very clear on what I cannot handle. I'm not built for all of it. Yeah. And it's going to hurt. I started off as a model, which for me being compared physically is very easy. I don't care you could talk about what I look like this because it's something I gave you. I gave you this persona, I'm dead on the inside. Yeah. But when I like that's why I'm like, eh, I don't really, I don't really care. I know what I'm giving you. But mm-hmm. when I started doing uh, radio mm-hmm. and removing the physical from it and giving myself and people didn't like it and... That hurt. I just got told somebody was on my Twitter yesterday to talk about how lame I was. And um, I'm so glad she left. And Mm. I used to mute her every time I would wake up in the morning. I can't stand her. People Mm. only listen to her because she's hot. People only listen to (laughs) her because she's hot. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, that degree really got you far in life, didn't it? Um, But when when I first started, the negative was so hard because it was my personality. That was me. I was putting myself. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, this is y'all y'all were just talking shit about how i looked and now you're like i'm giving you I'm giving you me and you don't like it and it and it hurt the more I showed myself. But I realized that the people that needed to see it saw and it got me here. It's literally the only reason why I'm sitting here. It wasn't because of all the other stuff. It was, oh, she's herself. Oh, she's kind of yeah. like this. And if I would have listened and kept those stories running, I would have felt some type of way yeah. and and muting and being all right with like, Shh, y'all don't even care about me regardless. A lot of this is just social and that's fine. And it's my job now to hold myself accountable from what I see. Cause I can go and be negative all day. Like if I want a big old butt and just follow big booty girls and I'm like, it's coming, it's not coming in. But what would my next step be? Oh, I got to go get my butt done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to go get this surgery. And and I did that to myself because we can't keep blaming what we choose to see cuz yeah. mm-hmm. you went to Bali, I do yoga. One of the best <laughs> one of the best things I did was I started doing yoga. Mm-hmm.
0: He was doing yoga in Bali. Ha, huh, he beat you. Beat me.
2: Definitely. That's on my Compare. list. That's on my list of things. But it is it is the fact that you start looking at people that inspire you that yeah. you go, "Damn, I really love that you um posted about how people are identifying anxiety how friends can start recognizing this or you can start noticing that when someone's really fidgety in a situation or uncomfortable during a conversation they might be starting to experience anxiety Mm -hmm. you can start learning social cues and it's great to just post those things up and and i'll tell you what man um as much
0: as i like preach that like hey man don't let the don't let the negativity affect you and don't listen to the haters. And, you know, uh, I always tell people, like, oh, he who angers you controls you and all that shit, which is what I believe. Like, I comments affect me, too. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, comments really do. Like, I really have an issue. And I had to learn this about myself. Like, I really don't like when people don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> like, if someone doesn't, if I find out that someone, like doesn't like me i'm like really deeply bothered I, by asked, I asked him
2: i'm like i don't read none of our comments i don't i try not to mm. and i'll just be like hey is it doing well like are we doing okay yeah. Do, you know like hey you gonna have me back because i know i can't yeah because i'm gonna be like oh, did it like this or i yeah. you know and it's gonna fuck up everything
1: yeah. his want <laughs> to be like Made me so thankful that I don't have it. And I'm not not trying to make a joke. Like, I could see how bothersome it is. Whereas uh, I can, like, certain people, if they say certain things, I'll fight that person and be done with it. And be done with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can just let it roll off. I don't care if you don't like me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but seeing, I'm like, damn, okay. I need to be thankful of this. This isn't everybody. Right. This this affects people.
0: Yeah, Yeah, bro. I Like, I'll preach, hey, fuck what people think. And, like, a lot of times when I'm preaching, I'm preaching to myself, too. I got to remind myself. Yeah. And I preach that shit all the time. But every once in a while, I'll be laying in the bed with Chia, and I'll be scrolling on my phone. I'll read a comment, and I'll be like get out of bed, grab my laptop. <laughs> Hold on a second, baby. I gotta respond to this motherfucker real uh, quick. And then,
2: And then learning to pick and choose the battles, yeah. though, that's another yeah. thing. Because yeah. sometimes it's like oh, I'm in a good mood today. Let's. I'm confident in my response to where I'm not going to be bothered by this. But then there's sometimes where you're like, maybe I shouldn't. I don't want to open up that can of worms of negativity that does come by sometimes responding. Sometimes responding works and you're like, did it. it's done. Yeah. And then you don't care because you're like, really, bro? That's how you feel? And then some you're like, oh, shit, they hitting me in all of my weak points right now. I'm going to ignore you, which we're learning is really good. That's a power move at times, is yeah. it's the, the art of not engaging. yeah. So
0: as somebody now who's like, you know, um, you've been at like, let's like the top of like YouTube, mm-hmm. right? And you know, I feel like for someone who you know you were sending me videos so I could like them and mm-hmm. shit like that, right? Like you had specific like goals mm-hmm. as far as YouTube, mm-hmm. right? Now that you're back and you're in a different place mentally, you've been through some shit, you've learned some things. Mm-hmm. What would you say that your your goals are now for what you're doing? And youtube what's so funny about you asking that
3: yesterday um it was a really hard day for me so, something like literally catastrophic could have changed in my life and caused another huge shift and my girl sat me down and brought a whiteboard and then she did a diagram and she was like i want you to put five <laughs> goals and five life goals mm. i stared at her and i was like no i don't <laughs> know any i don't i don't know what you want me to put um i did put five goals and five life goals but in terms of youtube i don't I don't have any Mm -hmm. because that chase for subscribers Mm -hmm. is not going to fulfill or satisfy me. And I recognize that that chase for views is not going to satisfy me. Is it going to make me temporarily happy if I wake up and my video has a million views again? Hell yeah. But is that going to be the cure to my problems? No. Right. So right now in the way my channel is operating, it's more of... How can I use what I have left and the gratitude that I have towards the 100,000 people who still do watch every video and how can I make that impactful rather than, What is, like, I I finally decided, like, there's no more, because the guy who does my videos keeps telling me, like, let's collab with people, let's do this. And he names all the people who are fully clouded. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not in that circle. That's not my life no more. I'm not chasing that no more. I can't do that no more. Let me change the direction of what I'm doing. So there isn't really, like, when I post a video now, I lose subscribers. That's just how YouTube works. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it works like that, but I post a video. Like, my anxiety short film lost me 6,000 subscribers. Mm Um. And the views, I, I don't know who it's dishing out to out of my ten million, but it'll get a hundred thousand views. So I'm not making any goals as to views or subscribers. I'm really not. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to think of what is what is what am I posting on here? What am I giving to the world? Do what you, is yeah.
2: Do you work with uh do you film with your girl?
3: We just did a couple of videos together.
2: Because the fact the um what you mentioned when she brought out the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And and that was that is yeah. first off, big shout out. To her for that mm. and, and being very considerate and that is that is a really good tool you do you guys do anything where it talks about your relationship and dealing with anxiety because that right there was something that is so vital that somebody that is dating someone with anxiety mm. can help them do it is writing down and taking a moment to, mm. to decompress that shit to me is like that's dope and that's something that could help someone if you haven't already filmed that Mm -hmm.
3: we haven't i don't think we're there yet in our relationship to share that Mm -hmm. but like for example when i did show her publicly you wouldn't believe the amount of messages she got of people telling her to run away. Really? Because of how mentally unstable I am and mm-hmm. who they think I am and how they think I'm going to treat her and what I'm going to do to her. And it was just like a, like Kanye West, run away. Like, run away, girl. This isn't the man for you. He's going to mm-hmm. ruin your life. He's done this, 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 this. this. He's going to do this, 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 this into you. Um, but. As of right now, she's held me down more than anybody who's ever held me down in my life, and she's rocked with me. So
2: yeah, that was that was dope that she did that for yeah. you. She's dope. seen
1: the bad really early, and she's she's held on
3: tight. That's
2: that's amazing.
1: Okay, so you saying that makes me not feel bad about what I'm gonna say because I was gonna say this and preface it. Okay, fuck these people, man. <laughs> no, for real. Like I feel like that's been. My savior through all of this shit, because mm. I've always got the super negative comments, yeah. fat this, nigger that, all of that shit. Since the beginning, it hasn't stopped. <laughs> they still do it. Mm. But I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I truly do not care enough about that shit. A lot of people, we get into this world and we're getting views and subscribers and all of that, and it feels good. And then you make that connection with the people. And that helps a lot. But me, I never really connect. That may have hurt me number wise, but the people who are still there, fuck with me. So, you know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is you have these people who liked you because you did this, but they probably didn't like you. So the minute mm -hmm. you do something else, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. They want to talk shit or you're up here. So it doesn't matter if I talk shit to him. Mm -hmm. You don't. Only have the people who rock with you. Mm-hmm. So the more that you just do what it is that you want, mm-hmm. post what you feel like, mm-hmm. those numbers are gonna fall. You're gonna be left with the core who fucks with mm-hmm. you.
2: The quality. Yeah quality two
3: things to that one of them is really bad but one of them is just so a year ago i stopped blocking people mm-hmm. on twitter and instagram i said fuck it let them say what they want
2: you better start doing that again
3: not nah, today <laughs> i woke up with five horrendous tweets of like <laughs> i could read them off to you guys and it was Jeez. just like i decided block block yeah block, yeah, yeah, yeah. Block, nothing, nothing wrong with it like, here's what i'm going to say to what you said and this is where my problem started from mm. in my 20s when you're supposed to be developing yourself and Mm -hmm. learning how to get validation from the right places and everything, Mm -hmm. this is going to sound horrible. I got my validation and my identity of self-worth based on what people said about me, Mm -hmm. what they thought of me, and what my numbers said about me. Mm -hmm. So if they loved me, if they liked me, if they liked my work, I loved myself and I liked Mm -hmm. my work and I didn't. If they didn't, I hated myself and everything yeah. about right. myself. And now I'm trying to break that yeah. and trying to find my own identity on how do I not let what this person who doesn't know me thinks about me because of what I've gone through affect me. So yeah. I'm still trying to get to that point. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's definitely tough. It, you really it's a it's a daily fight, mm-hmm. but it's worth it. It's definitely worth it to keep that fight because people. When they don't know you, they like you for whatever they like.
2: Right. They're going to pick and choose. What they do is they look at every single person and go, I like this quality about Mm -hmm. you. And if you don't give it to me, fuck you. Mm -hmm. But one thing on top of that is when you get rid of the idea of what you're supposed to accomplish at a certain age, Mm -hmm. it's liberating because the 20 shit, ain't nobody the same person that they were at 2021 living a different life. And if I was supposed to be, Uh, this completely secure individual with all these accomplishments and whatever, like I failed. And if I dwell on that, I'm a failure. But as you continue to grow, your age is just one thing. It's your maturity level and your evolution. What you're doing is you're leveling up. The fact that you acknowledge That this is where I am now. I tell you this, no matter how old you are, you are doing better than a lot of people and more people are Mm. trying to get to where you are. It is when you are at your lowest point, you can only go up. When your back is on the floor, what are you looking at? The ceiling. You you've already hit that point to where all you can do is go up. Yeah, you might fluctuate up and down from time to time, but you know what the bottom feels like. Mm-hmm. You've been there. That's that's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Stop comparing the the what you could have been in that age. That age shit will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And when you start looking at and I, I say this all the time, I think being for me 31 is dope because I would never go back to being 21 year old me I don't like her she was trash she was <laughs> she was trash she was so insecure mm. and she said things and did things that I would never do now like what oh man she was fucked up I was angry <laughs> and I met some actually I got triggered the other day. Someone triggered me into some old habits that I would never do. I yelled at a restaurant. I don't act like that no more.
0: Oh, Nikki Blades.
2: Not no more. (laughs) But I yelled. And it was like that to me was so ugly. Mm. And what happened was is my friend was with me and she goes, damn, you really grew up. Because how it could have went, I decided, I was like, you know what? It's not even worth it. I'm cool. Yeah. But I went through a lot of things to get to that point of going, you know what? It's not worth it. I don't care what you think. It's fine. But when you let go of what other people and where they hold you, because somebody was waiting for me to act out mm-hmm. and they were looking for that, they were feeding off it. Of They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, she ain't changed. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. And then you're like, you know what? Be gone.
0: Yeah, yeah bro. I mean, you, you said it was horrible. But to be honest, like you feeling like you needed validation from these likes and views, that's what like, that's, that's, that's what they like feed mostly everybody, yeah. yeah. Bro, especially at that age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody, I mean, to an extent like everybody that's posting on YouTube is pretty like narcissistic to an extent cuz like yeah. we like you know as as much as you want to say someone's doing it for the art or for for creativity it's like those views and those comments like gash you up and then those are validating. You know what I'm saying? I I feel
2: Mm. like it could, you can compare sex to that when you really start looking at why a lot of people act out and they sleep around and they Mm. do this stuff. It's a different form of validation, but Mm -hmm. you are given something that's purposely made to trigger you that somebody sat to make you addicted to your feelings are valid. Mm -hmm. You are in the right place because it was manufactured to make you feel this way Mm -hmm. you're recognizing it you're overcoming it and it's not as bad as you think but you're you're ahead of the crowd because you understand that it's not working for you
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I, Yeah.
2: I, i
0: was gonna say i would say i was having the most fun creatively when my views weren't that popular, because mm. it's like when you don't give a fuck, right? Yeah. It's like you can do whatever you want. Who cares about the numbers? Who cares about who likes it? Yeah. But I'm just having fun creatively. It's like I'm fulfilled, mm-hmm. right? And now, because I'm like you, right? I got like I got like um, four million subscribers, and you know the, and I'm happy if something gets like 200,000, 100,000 views, I'm like, this shit's great, <laughs> it's yeah. doing good. Yeah. But, so it's like, I feel so much less pressure to hit a certain number mm-hmm. that I'm just like, now I can kind of just, I can go back to doing what makes me happy. Yeah. And yeah. if people fuck with it, then they fuck with it. And that's great too, yeah. you know?
1: Once you get over that hurdle, it's a great feeling. Like, cause like they said, you are not rare. <laughs> like the way you feel, that's how most people mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. I'm lucky I just was like hyper aware and sensitive to this shit early on. Tim can attest if I did something cool and people was like, oh, shit, do that again. I would say no. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm just this. Yeah. I don't want to just be the yeah. guy who did a 50 Bi- Cent Billie impersonation oh. or <laughs> Billie Jean. So
0: Rick can kill Billie Jean yeah. when it comes on in the club. But if, if you ever ask him to do it's it, he'll never happen. do <laughs> it. Not because
1: I never wanted to be that in somebody's eyes yeah. who just expects this of me. Yeah. I don't know why I was like that. This this was before YouTube yeah. <laughs> where I was doing that shit like that. So I just kind of got lucky. But from what I've seen, 10 plus years doing this shit, majority of the people feel that way. I mean, that, like she said, that's what it's made for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't feel uh, bad and, for that.
2: Right. And the more you continue to educate yourself on yourself, that's the, we're not taught how to understand what's in here. Mm. And, and as you get older, that's a part of the growing process is understanding yourself. Most of us don't know why we feel the way we feel until there's a moment that they go, oh, shit, I like this because of this. Or, mm. oh, I react this way because of, oh, shit, I dealt with something in my childhood and it really, <laughs> oh, I got some issues that I got to deal with. Mm. And you are on the forefront and in front of a lot of people and you can see what you don't like from others and you can see what you wish somebody would have put for you. I purposely don't wear makeup on my live streams. Every time I live stream, I purposely don't wear makeup so that people know, like, hey, don't think this is it every mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. because it hurts my feelings when I put makeup on and people are <laughs> like, "Uh, you're caked up or, oh, you look hella fake. And I'm like, well, here, shoot, I feel more comfortable without makeup. And that was part of me growing is that I started feeling more comfortable. I was like, cool, let me start doing that. But it takes time.
3: Th- this is off topic. And it's a controversial topic that I didn't think I I would be the one because I don't want people to get offended by this. You know what pisses me off about social media? Hmm. And I I, if if I have no right to get mad at this, you can tell me like straight up. When girls post the posts that are half and half that shows Instagram versus reality, and in one picture they're they're like it's the edited the version perfect, and in one picture it's where they're letting their stomach out, letting their cellulite show, and just who they are, then. Why do we need to post one post of awareness to remind these young girls and young men who are following that this is Instagram versus reality? And why not just give them reality?
2: Right. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with what you what you think it mm-hmm. is. I, I feel at times we go to the it, it that was that's an example of two extremes. And it stems from when magazines were out and a lot of the photoshopping was happening and people were pretending that it was real and when somebody goes and justifies themselves by saying i don't do the comparison because i tried to i don't feel like i need to if i use a filter i use a filter if i don't i Mm -hmm. don't i don't feel like i gotta post up a glam version and a not glam version because i'm like i'm still both of those people yeah um and that is the real message a lot of Those people are capitalizing on the fact that I'm different and it's okay because we know that when we say like, yo, I got I got stretch marks, I got this, I got that. And if I'm just naturally posing, however, and I don't Photoshop it, I think that's more genuine than the purpose pose of sitting slouched up, knowing that. I'm trying to make myself look as quote unquote normal. When we know that's not even normal. Those people, and if you're on social media, you know what you're doing. That is still to get engagement. Mm -hmm. I'm real. I have all these problems too. If I'm not wearing makeup, I'm still like, I'm still bomb, but I look good with it and I look good without Mm -hmm. it but I'm not going to make the extreme version and a lot of people just have to start being more comfortable with themselves mm-hmm. and that is a brand that they're posting as well.
1: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's
2: still a marketing tool and and whether they want to admit it or not. It's fake real. It's fake real. It is the fake positive. It is it's still along the lines because I got cellulite and if I don't edit a photo, I don't edit it, but if somebody calls me out on it, then it's like, "Bro, you really was looking at my cellulite? That's yeah. your problem." Yeah. And
1: see, and that's the thing. So I definitely get what you're mad at because if you just post the picture Mm -hmm. that's one thing if you have to make sure everybody knows oh this is me without anything you're you're telling me something either like you said you're trying to just get the engagement Mm -hmm. or you feel guilty right because there's a guilt to that now too because now there's so many people who are freaking um advocating for real that it makes the super done up fake girl feel like oh shit (laughs) i'm not what they want anymore (laughs) I don't know how to just be this version right.
2: of me, right.
1: but I need to show them that I can, so that they can still like me. So it's mm-hmm. still reaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I posted up a photo in a crop top. I did fitness stuff before. Somebody like, and then this is this is where when you really like on the Rick, like I'm gonna post what I want, or I feel better when I post because I I posted it because I liked it. I had dudes going, oh, I see you sucking it in. What happened to your six pack? This, that, and third. I was like, you know, you look like a hater, correct? Mm-hmm. Like you, do you understand? Yeah.
1: And hip-hop <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, they,
2: they don't be hot they, it's they, never hot people but it was one of those things that i know i i know i put on weight and i talk about my my i love fitness and i feel like i'm not myself when i'm not working out but it isn't to get a certain aesthetic but i knew that i put on weight so when they said it i knew that was already going to be said because if i'm just being myself and you have a problem with it sir Do you understand how many other people have way more issues that this would destroy them, that they probably Photoshop their photo to post it? Yeah. And you still are going to be nasty like that. But you look and go, I get it. I knew that was coming. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to go, I'm going to suck it in tight. Yeah, when I suck it in, bitch, I'm going to let you know. I post purposely. So I look (laughs) thicker. But that's because I'm not doing the fake positive. If I'm poking it out and I'm sucking it in and I'm pushing it back, guess what? That's what I want it to look like. That was for me. And I like it. If I decide to let it sit a little bit and, you know, I got a little bit of squish on the side, I may not post it because I don't like it. Okay. I don't give a shit if they don't like it. But the fake, I'm mushing this here, you should feel okay, which it's fine, but just be real be organic about it like take the photo and if the stretch marks show i think okay i'm gonna say this right now marie midori is a friend of our uh, of mine and i know her and she um she she has had a child and she Takes her beautiful photos and you can see her stretch marks. And she talked about the fact that she needed to do that for herself because there were more people thinking that it she didn't have that and it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. And when she just started still looking hot and still doing her makeup and still putting her filter or photo and she had a stretch mark, she was like, hi. And she gained more love from it because it yeah. made everybody else realize that. Mm-hmm. I'm still being me and I'm not going to do the overly make you feel bad because you want to still be sexy and mm-hmm. do that other stuff. It's a balance and we're all learning.
0: Yeah, man. Um, Especially, you know, in, in like Instagram world, I feel like Instagram's almost become the app that's known for the facade, mm-hmm. right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, you don't expect shit to be real anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, um, you know where it was like a meme you know what i'm saying where you put a certain picture on instagram and then a certain picture on facebook where it's like oh this is i'm with my family on facebook and then instagram is like i'm on vacation i got a nice car it's almost become like that's what instagram yeah. is for mm-hmm. and so you know a lot that's just kind of um i think people get caught up in not only what that's supposed to be, but what, what they're supposed to be. Like almost like Instagram and like a lot a lot of aspects of social media, you feel like you're supposed to put out this image of like success right. and like and shit and all to the point where if someone is showing something real, it's like it's special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and if it's like a picture without a filter, it's like by the way... Yeah, this right. is no, check me out. <laughs> yeah. no, how
2: crazy it's, is it's, this? Read this paragraph about how hard it was for me to post this. <laughs> yeah. like, right. You look good. Like, yeah, good I, go, I, I started going... Uh. My captions became a fun place for me because I express... I, I don't feel... I don't like watching myself talk. Even though we do this, I don't like watching myself talk. Mm -hmm. I'd never watch it back. Um,
0: Yeah, I fast forward through your
2: parts. Yeah, thank you. Um, (laughs) Trust me, I do too. But I realized that I don't like posting videos of me talking. So one of the things I started doing was like, I'll post a, a picture in a sponsored outfit or whatever, and I'll write in the caption. Because that's my safe place and that's how I like to express myself. I literally would put notes in like, thank you for not being a dick today. Guess what? You woke up and you're not an asshole. Fucking pat yourself on the back. It literally would write that and I'd be like, it's hard to not be fucked up. We all can be really mean people, Mm -hmm. but you're not doing that today. Guess what? You're ahead of the game right now. Shout out to you. And it may be a picture of me just sitting there in an outfit, but I'm at least going, that is what I wanted to say. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I can go about my day now.
0: Yeah. And when I facetune my pictures, I always <laughs> let people know I'm facetuning my pictures. There's no- right? mm-hmm. yeah. Motherfuckers be like, drop the skincare routine. I'm like, like. facetune. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: that's dope when you own it. And I, we were talking about the filters earlier. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about it saying the name above it?
1: I, I appreciate it saying do the Do you? Yeah. It. I, I think I'm like, I'm, I'm different. <laughs> Like, even though he tells people, I'm still like, don't use it. That's just kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, maybe because there's not much that shit. I could use to help me. <laughs> so oh. I'm like, what's the point? No, bro. I be, I be, <laughs> <No. laughs> be face to apping everybody
0: when I post our shit. Damn right. I'm about like,
1: oh, like, okay, if I was on Photoshop, I would have to liquefy myself to make me skinny or some <laughs> shit like that. And I'm like, that's stupid. Like, I don't, I don't look like that. Why am I gonna post this? I know mm-hmm. I don't fucking look like yeah. that. Yeah. Somebody's gonna see me in real life right. and I don't look like that. So it's yeah. like, why? Just just get comfortable with yourself. But I understand that it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy for everybody. So I shut up. But yeah. So I like that they
0: tell you that there's a filter on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think, man, at the end of the day for you. Um I think the fact that you even have learned this about yourself you're way mm. ahead of a lot of people mm. you know what I'm saying and I know you feel crazy being like I'm 30 and I don't know what I'm doing and I just mm. realized that <laughs> I'm like everybody. that I'm going through it but like bro like 30 is still young dog you know what I'm saying there's yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. that like aren't where you're at in terms of like learning what you've learned and are still you know trying to figure shit out like you've been through so much and the fact that you've like been able to learn these lessons it's it's you know it's a blessing you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and yeah. um i don't think you should feel at all like you've like failed or that it's too late to um to to do some some dope shit you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. we we feel that way because We grew up or we came up in this like internet, social media world, right? Where everything is like so fast. They want content Mm. fucking like five times a day. Mm -hmm. But I mean, everybody that does that and has done that like has burnt out or like will burnt out. And a lot of the people that are at the level that you've been, they were fucking,
2: they were never happy because they didn't learn that about themselves. And the Mm -hmm. most successful people are normally hitting their stride later in life. Mm-hmm. When you look up the most financially successful people, mm. their their aha moment came in 40, true, 50, true, 60. True. You know, look Hit at the, the t- two t- chains. How old was wait, wait. <laughs> I thought it? Was old. Yeah, how old was two chains? You know, but again, it's so yeah, it's so dope having the opportunity to grow and the you could have been a different story. Like you could not be here today to be real with the with the the way that the internet works and the way that our, a lot of our mental states are mm-hmm. you know unfortunately we've lost people that didn't get that chance that weren't that didn't mm-hmm. be that weren't able to make it to the other side mm-hmm. so you're waking up every day is a testament to your strength and your growth because some people lose that battle mm-hmm. and it's real and doing that and knowing that You are going to try and be better. Like, keep that wheel turning. Mm -hmm. People need that because we lose so many others on a daily basis to bullying, to not being strong enough, to not knowing how to mute, to not knowing how to block, to feeling all this pressure Mm -hmm. that as you continue and as you grow, you are still. Talking to somebody that needed to see that yo, he didn't give up yet. Mm-hmm. He didn't give up. That fuck fuck that person that said that. Ew. Why are they commenting yeah. that? They start looking and going, what's wrong with that person writing? Not yeah. you. What's wrong with that person? They're the issue, not you. So keep going.
0: And your eyebrows are great.
2: Always.
1: Appreciate that.
2: Always. Always. Um, always. <laughs> yeah, where uh um,
1: boy got the best facial
0: hair
2: on <laughs> <All> YouTube.
1: <two.
0: laughs> Is there anything you wanna um plug? Blast uh anything where we find you? Um I mean you could check
3: me out on uh, I, I don't really post much. I don't really post much, so there's like there's not much I can tell y'all to tune into. But my name is Fousey. Um, I do Twitch at night on Twitch.tv backslash foosie I got a book coming out next year, and if you've tuned into my story and you know a little bit about me, and you're willing to hear more, I'd love for you to check me out and see what life has in store for me. Because I know my story's not done yet.
0: Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming through and being candid with us, bro, and keeping it real, (laughs) telling your story. Of course, dog. Um, shout out to you! Shout out to everybody for listening. Thank you for listening and watching the No Chaser podcast. I'm Tim Chantarongsu. I'm Ricky Shuck. I'm Nikki Blades. Peace,
1: bitch.